and welcome to Too Many Cooks, a podcast where we explore recipes written by your favorite chefs and try them out in our own home kitchens. It's like a book club, but for recipes. In today's episode, we discuss Allison Roman and her shallot pasta. We continue our conversation about anchovies and also dive into our love of shallots, but of course, it wouldn't be an Allison Roman episode without some hot takes. This time, it's about parsley, and we know... <laughs> You might lose some listeners for this one. We've seen on your grams that you've made this delicious recipe, so send us your feedback on the shallot pasta to too many cooks pod at gmail.com, TWO many cooks pod at gmail.com, or on Instagram at too many cooks pod. Can't wait to hear what you think. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, wow. what's the best thing you so, ate? So, how? Uh, oh my goodness. Week, okay, what is the best thing? It's been a while since we recorded. <laughs> When was the, I need? <laughs> oh, oh, I know. Oh my god. Oh, it might see my audio is too too loud. I gotta <laughs> fix that. Um, that friend, the the baker friend. Yeah, oh yeah, made, yeah. Made sticky toffee pudding cupcakes. Oh my gosh. We were watching RuPaul this weekend, yeah. and like, and and she always makes these these incredible cupcakes to the point where I feel a little guilty that I'm just like. I like twiddle my thumbs before I get there and I'm like, no one talk to me. I'm like, just kind of waiting. So like a few weeks ago, it was um, s'mores and that was like ridiculous, like graham cracker cupcake with like chocolate and marshmallow frosting. And I was just like, holy shit. And like, believe me, and I'm sure Ben will like scream through the door and be like, the hostess won. But can you hear him? No, or, I can't hear him. Am I going to no, get a Steam? I'm not sure if I have a, if I'm signed into Steam right now. I'm not sure if I'm going to get Um, So, like, but this one was sticky toffee pudding, and I've never had sticky toffee pudding. And it's fun so, to say, isn't it? sticky toffee pudding. I know. Sticky and so I was pudding. like, think, sticky toffee pudding. Um, and so I was like talking to a bunch of people who were also at this this thing and like this like watch party, and they were all like, guys, Bethany's making sticky toffee pudding. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, uh, what I'm, is that? <laughs> I'm picturing uh, like a bunch of puppies like wiggling their butts with excitement. Just, you know, everyone's just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> and doing a little yeah. shimmy. We're like, we're like <laughs> is she here? Do you hear her? Is she here? Like, <laughs> wait a bit. No, honestly, it was that, it was that exciting. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, it was incredible. Um, sorry, I'm fixing my, I can't, I just like can't lean in. I'm just like so excited to talk about these cupcakes. <laughs> so, it so I didn't know this about sticky toffee pudding, but it has dates in it. And Ooh. so that's like part love, of the sticky. I love dates as an ingredient. Like Yeah. It, yeah. They're, and also rolled dates and just like a little bit of oat flour is so fucking good. What? What is that? Uh, you'll see it at like, you know, like mom's organic market or mm-hmm, Whole Foods, mm-hmm. right? They'll be like, they almost look like uh, like hamster food or something, like gerbil food. Like um, it's just like little, like compact rolled dates and they're, they're in oat flour so it's like a little white powder on top like a um, little truffle kind of yeah but they're small they're like little like cylinders and so um yeah but yeah just an amazing snack no i love dates and we we went to the market today to get some groceries and there was like this dried fruit stand and there were like probably six or seven different types of dates mm-hmm. and i was just like i want that one and he was like that's from saudi arabia and i was like is that good he's like <laughs> Oh yeah, and I was like, "So then, why'd you say it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> why'd you say like, it? Like I didn't want that one. <laughs> no, no. I think he was like, "That's the one you want." Ah, uh. I think. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, and then there's like, there's like Turkish dates, and then there's like little round ones. I was like, "Oh, those are grapes," and he's like, "No, those are dates." And I'm like, Haha, "Sorry, I'm an idiot." Because uh, grapes dried are raisins, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. <It's> so like... <laughs> Very funny. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, okay, so sticky toffee pudding cupcake is mine. What was yours? Um, so I had uh, it actually it was this. I think maybe the same day or same weekend. I did a whole bunch of cooking as my best thing I ate from last time, but um, kind of uh, went to our archives of just like, hey, chefs that you know we really really enjoyed their food. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, let me see what you got here. And I did uh, Yotamatalangi's hummus. His oh my god! So fucking good. Like <laughs> I've I've made so many different hummus recipes, humai, if you will. 
Um, Hi, <laughs> and like, and I, I really like Alton Brown's. Like he, his hummus for real recipe has probably been the one that I've used the most. But I wanted to experiment a little bit because I also had like, um, you know, I had dry chickpeas. I was like, let me see. I've let me give canned chickpeas a, another shot at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, just because. Um, you know, I, I, I learned some new techniques that were like with the baking soda and all that stuff. And so, but this one uses dried and was so unbelievably good. The, oh my it, God. it's more tahini heavy, um, mm-hmm. which is really, really nice. And the consistency is much thinner and it was so incredible. Like what, I mean, the best hummus I think I've ever had and I cannot wait to make Amazing. it again. Yeah. So. So because of our delay, I didn't hear that you said hummus. Okay. So <laughs> I did, uh, we did his cauliflower steaks. Nice. And oh, so we're having, so, so I made that actually last night. I prepped it last night so we could have it tonight for dinner. Oh, great. And so like, so <laughs> Ben was like texting me and he's like, hey, yeah, actually like, let's pull an audible. Like, let's have dinner with these people at the club, like friends from work. And mm-hmm. I was like, totally fine. And they're like our, our like restaurant, heavy quotes. It's a restaurant, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a restaurant bar thing. Um, people call it Islama Beast because it's like Applebee's, but <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's on Compound. It's great. Whatever. Um, and we, and so I was like, oh, great. Well, I'll just like have it ready <laughs> should, for should tomorrow. Just, should it just be Mango Bees? Is that, <laughs> yeah. is, instead of Applebee's? Mango Bees. Mango Bees. They do have apples here. <laughs> no. Yeah, but, but mangoes, I mean. <laughs> well, fine. Yeah. We'll workshop it. Okay. And by people, <laughs> I mean like three people at USA call it <laughs> Islama Bees. Um, because we were always like trying to come up with like a better pun, and then we were all just sitting there and we we're like, huh, <laughs> hmm. So we might have gone to mango bees. I is like. that it? Mango no, bees. Mango bees. <laughs> um, I feel like a mango bee is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it just seems oh, like a, <laughs> just a giant bee that's like kind of like reddish, greenish, and yellow, and yeah. it's just like fucking terrifying, but yeah. Um, what am I saying? Oh, so the cauliflower steak has been a staple of ours for the past week, like or for, for the past few months, because it's something that I can consistently get here, like and it's like in season. And it's and so good. <laughs> it's just and so, it's so actually good. so I end up we just don't do the puree, like we don't have a food processor. Oh. So we just don't. I know, it, which is disappointing. Like I would love to do that, but yeah. I I do kind of an adapted version. Um, oh. and so I just do like just the steaks, and then any of the florets, I just treat the same way, and then bake it. Yeah, I mean, oh, so I mean, roasted fl- cauliflower like florets are incredible. So right, yeah, and like, then if you do it with like, and so I add like zaatar and cumin mm-hmm. seeds and lemon and tons of butter, and I do the the onions, the relish, and thing, yeah, the relish thing, and it's just yeah, delicious. It, it's funny because I I really need to go back and look through all of his recipes because I honestly. Like everything that that he's done, we're just gonna change this into an autolingi episode. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> everything that he's done that I've I've tried has been like mind blowingly incredible. Yeah. And yeah, like just so, just a joy to make, you know. And yeah, uh, a lot of it is is not like unhealthy, which is really nice too. And no, so, I mean it's like super fresh, really. Yeah kind of the same kind of conversation we've been having in the past few weeks about these recipes is that it's like greater than the sum of their parts. Like you have these simple ingredients, very fresh, high quality, or, you know, not even that high quality. I mean, you were dealing with cauliflower and like pantry items Mm -hmm. and you elevate it in such a way that it is just like, yeah, stunning. Um, and it is really like, it's like a showstopper. Every time we eat it, we like, honestly, like it was one of those things where I think I made like two sides and a chicken breast and Ben and I were like just eating the cauliflower. Like, you know, we were like just eating yeah. that. Like all you need. I mean, again, like I, when we, I, I made it and then I immediately, immediately made it again. <laughs> and I've made it multiple times since then. And so it's just really, so, really fucking good. Um, so our, our shipment is coming in, I think this week or next week, um, with my like food processor and kitchen aid oh, and stuff. So nice. if you see me baking shit, watch <laughs> out. cause I've been like cookies, I can do focaccia by hand, kind of like, yeah. Um, well do, do the, could, do this hummus, do his hummus. Yeah. Because... So I need you to send me which one. I'm, yeah. Um, no, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, and I think, yeah, I think Otolenghi's stuff is just like. It's just so great. Yeah. He is in the... the Like, I need... Oh, good. Just text me. Because otherwise we'll forget. Yeah, seriously. Um, Yeah. Let me pull up... um, Yeah, what are we talking about? We are talking about... 
Where are my notes? Um, Alison Roman. <laughs> so um, I think I like prefaced this last episode, but um, I want to see exactly what date this was published because I feel like this was. Um, While you're doing that, I'm just going to look up more of his recipes and figure out what else of his I want to make. <laughs> I just need to get his cookbooks. And well, that's the thing is like we I should have actually talked about this with Molly Boz last uh, last episode, but like the um her cookbook has QR codes in it so that you can just download it to your phone. It's brilliant. Which I think is so brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Another reason why she's so great. Okay, I'm pretty sure that this was published peak pandemic. <laughs> All right. So, here's the deal. So, Alison Roman, I'm just going to go chronologically from um like her story. So she's um, from the West Coast originally. She's exactly my sister's age. Uh, she, <laughs> this is how I'm, this is how I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, someone, yeah. That's so helpful. That's is, helpful for listeners too. Cause they're like, oh, okay. I know exactly what that is. So, but they can know <laughs> how maybe I might feel about yeah, her yeah, in yeah. terms of like kindredness kin i'm just excited that we went from last episode where we narrowed it down to she's from north america to <laughs> to now she's from the west coast it's just like, and, sweet and we're she was there. born she was the exact same age as me that's right and yeah, so yeah. yeah and so now we're yeah we're dealing with a lot of like <laughs> sisterly kind of emotions for me in the past two episodes so she is like a kind of controversial person um from the past year i mean I, like she said some whack shit and so like she yeah, needed to be held accountable. But um, so I was actually pretty reluctant to talk about her because I was like, oh, I don't want people to think that I. Yeah, none of our stuff is really endorsing anybody, you know? Right, exactly. You know, like, I mean, you heard my whole spiel about Gordon Ramsay and Anthony, like Anthony Bourdain to a certain extent, like being like kind of unsavory characters who create great food. Um, I don't, yeah, I'm not like an Alison Roman apologist. So like, I'm just going to go chronologically before the controversy happened and then and then I can tell you kind of like how I came to know her cuz did you did you know her before I no. talked about this pasta? No, okay. No, no. So she is a um she was like probably I guess 10 years ago was a freelance recipe tester at Bon Appetit and then became a um senior food editor and left in 2018 to join BuzzFeed. And then actually I think actually she came back. Anyway, so she was, oh, she left in 2015 to join BuzzFeed and then she came back and then whatever and left again. So it doesn't actually matter, but um, she was developing recipes for New York Times. And in early 2018, she created a recipe called The Cookie, which was a shortbread cookie with chunks of um, chocolate chips in them and then flaky salt on top. So you actually just make like a shortbread and you roll it into a log and you slice it and then you sprinkle stuff on it and it was just called hashtag the cookie (laughs) and it was like or the cookies and so she um oh my god i'm sorry i said that backwards so she created this cookie like beforehand it was in her it was in her cookbook and then new york times picked her up that's what happened and then she her whole deal is that she does like unfussy ingredients and really is like all about authenticity and trying to again kind of this pantry stuff loves beans loves like anything you can find in your pantry um and so unfortunately there's like this great interview with her about how she became the reluctant prom queen of the pandemic because she was like she really like blew up during the pandemic because she made so many things and she had this youtube series um which is similar with like Molly Boz, like the the cooking on on YouTube and stuff, or like having videos with their respective institutions on YouTube. And so she like basically was like, hey, this the grocery stores are ransacked during the pandemic, early pandemic. So here's what you probably have in your pantry. Or like reach in the back and grab this like random bottle of tomato paste. Here you go. So she has something called hashtag the stew. And she, she doesn't call it that, but everybody okay. calls it that. Hashtag the cookies was super viral and popular. Hashtag the stew is a turmeric, coconut milk, chickpea stew that I made early pandemic and love. Like, it is incredible. And then um, what we're talking about today is hashtag the pasta. 
because this was a recipe that, again, you can make in, you know, from just pantry items. So when my mom basically said, Gracie, I need you to follow this woman, Allison Roman. I think you're really going to like her. I was like, ugh, anchovies, pass. Like, I, ugh, like I can't even, I can't even engage with anchovies right now. And then I tried the stew and I was like, oh, okay. And then she has this cauliflower pasta that I made that is incredible as well. And so I was like, oh, okay, fine. So then over Christmas this year, we, um, my mom made the shallow pasta for us. And I was like, and she like <laughs> had me in the kitchen with her. She's like, watch. And we like tasted it as we went. And she's like, I promise you this is an anchovy. Like she was being very patient with me, but I was like, I was like so grossed out by anchovies. <laughs> so whatever. Um, but anyway, so Alison Roman, the controversy was that she was in an interview with, um, I can't remember who she was doing an interview with. Let me see. She was in an interview. Speaking to the new consumer. Is that what yeah. it was? Whatever the All new right. consumer well, so the problem was, okay, so she said some stupid shit about how she didn't want to become a brand like where, you know, like have like cookware like Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. And the the problem is that the way that she was speaking about it was that she was like completely erasing the success and the hard work of these two women. And these two women are of Asian descent. And she was just like completely dismissing their success. And so the biggest problem was that like, you know, she and she later apologized, but it there were like these really severe racial undertones with what she was saying. And she was and she acknowledged that this was she was coming from a place of like pure white privilege and like talking about like other, there was just so much othering that she was doing in this in this thing. Yeah, it was really problematic. So she was put on leave at New York Times and I, allegedly they said that they were going to reintroduce her. But around December, she just said that she would be leaving and then she'd be finding a new chapter by herself. And so what she ended up doing was leaving and creating her own YouTube series and her own like newsletter kind of thing for when she develops her new recipes. So recently she re-released the shallot pasta to include like minor tweaks, but she calls it Allison's pasta her way or like, the shallot pasta her way. So there's like a difference between the shallot pasta published through New York Times. Mm-hmm. So that is the the drama. And no, you are silent. So I'm just I haven't panicking. read the, the whole article, the whole quotes from her. So I, yeah. um, I'm limiting myself to just the specific quotes that I saw or the two quotes that I saw about Marie Kondo, uh, who is delightful, and then um, Chrissy Teigen. Uh, so Who you don't like <laughs> just whatever. So and it just seemed like what she was specifically talking about was, quote unquote, selling out like, you know, immediately right. having uh, kind of, you know, this uh, ascension and then immediately kind of endorsing products and stuff. And that and right. she was saying that for her, she doesn't want that at all for herself. Right. Um, now, the. Uh, the obliviousness, I guess, to the fact that she was calling out two women of Asian des- descent, you know, right. is is the more problematic part. But the at least and frankly, you probably shouldn't, especially since one of those was an executive producer for her. <laughs> you probably shouldn't uh, uh, yeah. be calling people out anyway. But um, the general concept of like what she was saying of just, hey, th- this is an example of what's really not for me. It seems like it could have been done much more eloquently, but it does not seem like it was, um, at least to me from the quotes that I saw, like all that problematic necessarily. Um, it just is tough because we're not of Asian descent and like we don't know how yeah. it was and, received throughout and, the community. The community received it in a way that said, this is fucked up. Like you need to own up that what you were doing yeah. was problematic. Because well, it I is also this, wonder like, like dismissive. Sh- there, there's a thousand other examples that she could have used of people like quote unquote selling Rachel out, Ray. Right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. the biggest thing <laughs> yeah. that I was like, yeah. like uh, Mar- just say Rachel. Yeah. Like Martha Stewart. Martha like, Stewart. Like, Jinx. There's, yeah. There's a thousand yeah. men that you could, you could say the same to Bobby Flay. Right. Yeah. Like, so, so very easily, you know, it, it would, I would love to see like what the reaction would have been had it been just like, you know, uh, Rachel Ray and, and whatever Bobby Flay, would people mm-hmm. have have reacted in the same way? Or I don't think if so she just because had it's more not react- about yeah. It's not about the me- it's not about the like the the message of what she was saying. It's like the meta message of saying something that was like very specifically directed towards two women of Asian descent, and like 
I think that that was the, that is the bigger issue is that she just was like completely dismissive of their success and completely dismissive of of their hard work because it looks different and and it is different for white people. And like, it's just, it just was like kind of tone deaf. And, you know, I learned a lot from that too. Like I, in my own soul searching and stuff, like recognizing how much, again, kind of just privilege I bring to any interaction like she was held accountable to saying something that was kind of tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not like she's not successful. Right. Exactly. And so like, like her life shouldn't be over for like, because that's the thing too. It's just like, like, she's very successful. It it would be really, really wonderful to know. Like, I mean, because we know nothing about her, her true intentions, right? Like, does she like, did she just happen to pick two people that were, you know, top of mind, uh, uh, as examples of like, what she does not want to become herself. Um, you know, and it just coincidentally, they just both happen to be, you know, Asian women or, right. you know, or does she truly have a problem, problem with, you know, which is a whole other thing. And so, like, had, right. we don't know, know. in another universe, there's an alternate timeline where, um, you know, she picked two other people and still works at New York Times and, you know, and everything's fine. Chrissy Teigen basically said, like, I, so she, like, publicly forgave Alison Roman, like, about this. Um, and she's like, She's like, I don't agree that the New York Times should have left, like, let you put you on leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I want the New York Times to reinstate that. So, like, articulating that it was like, this was like a stupid thing. It was a gaffe. She picked two people. I happen to be one of them. It fucking sucks. Like, I hate that she put me down, but I don't think that she should have been cast out from New York Times for that reason. Um, I think that's probably one of the reasons why that she is doing so, so well still. Like, she's not just like in this, yeah, whatever. So, anyway. I think her recipes are incredible. I'm probably going to cut like all that down. (laughs) I think her recipes are incredible because it's like similarly the stew, the, what did I say? Oh, the stew is great. I would really recommend you try it. It's like a really warm, like in Argentina when it was like kind of chilly and it just like rained for three months Mm -hmm. during the summer, (laughs) your summer, my winter, it like really warmed me up and just gave me like, Mm, delicious kind of spicy creamy through coconut milk turmeric-y chickpea vibes um it stained literally everything oh, i can imagine yeah like, turmeric, like my countertop when we were moving out i was like <laughs> i like didn't realize that i hadn't like wiped behind oh wow one of these like permanent fixtures in my in my apartment's kitchen and i was like oh, shit. i like moved something to the side and was just like oh no yeah. it's just like this like deep yellow yeah, yeah. but anyway it was great just i like moved the <laughs> moved the oven back <laughs> yeah. that's um, the nice thing about having a movable unattached oven <laughs> so you can just kind of move it yeah. wherever you want yes yes <laughs> yes it was fantastic it was the stovetop and there was this um there was this like uh, oh the what's it called like the vent yeah, yeah. The, the grate hood. fell and something had apparently splashed when I was making this stew like six months prior. And so something splashed and then the grate fell. And so I like wedged the grate back up, but I didn't see that oh. actually behind it. which <laughs> is like yellow blood splatter. And I was like, okay, like somebody's going to go in with like a luminol yeah, and, yeah. Like, <laughs> blue light and be like, what happened? <laughs> anyway, but, but make this stew because it's delicious. Um, and then the ca- cauliflower pasta. Okay. A cookie was fine. Cookie's okay. fine. Maddie and I like re- bonded recently about how the cookie was just like just fine. Make my cookies. I'll like re- just if you're gonna remember that quote. Just foreshadow. Oh. oh no. Okay. Well, let's talk about right. it then. Okay. So okay. So olive oil, six large shallots. Oh, does she have a thing? Yeah. Okay. This pasta is all about the shallots cooked down in a bath of olive oil, olive oil <laughs> to a jimmy caramelized onion, caramelized paste. Tomato paste is there for tanginess and anchovies for saltiness, but they serve more as background flavors to the sweetness of the shallot. This recipe makes enough caramelized shallot mixture for double, for a double batch of pasta or keep, simply keep it in the refrigerator. To, oh my God. Grace. <laughs> or simply keep it refrigerated to spoon over fried eggs or to serve underneath crispy chicken thighs or to, or over roasted root vegetables like carrots or sweet potatoes. Can can we just stop right there real quick? Yeah. So it's so odd to me that the recipe as written makes a double batch and the note is basically saying and the and the recipe instructions say 
you're you're gonna now cut this in half. You're gonna save this for later, and here's some things you could do with it, which is wonderful, right? That's it's nice to have like, hey, here's some ideas of other ways that you could use this, um, as yeah. opposed to it being written for one batch with the notes basically saying, by the way, since you're doing it, double it. You can save it, and here's our ideas. It's just it's. I mean, there's no right right or wrong, I guess, but I have a suspicion okay. that it a was situation. a. So behind no. the paywall is just, <gasps> is just the one, the regular written one, and, and then. Well, no. <laughs> but my suspicion is that you're using things like a can of anchovies mm-hmm. that shouldn't be saved once they're open. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, like we just did that for the Caesar salad, right? <laughs> We're just like, you're not using that whole can. Oh. Um, so. Yeah. Like, and, and that, so maybe that's a good example where, like, you could have, like, a, a note there is just like, hey, you basically need a, a quarter of this can, so you could always make four yeah. times the amount and blah, blah, blah. Like, for this, it, it's just like, you're, you know, you need half a can for the base recipe, right? Mm-hmm. And an, an easy note could just be like, by the way, though, instead of just throwing out the other half, make double. And it was just, it was just weird to see it written as double and then here's what you could do with it afterwards just kind yep. of odd yeah um i'm gonna pull up her newsletter where she talks about it because i think it's a funny um this is a funny question because i think i think there's a um, on her youtube channel there's like a link to a thingy with a thingy and you can get a pdf of this shallot pasta mm. i just want to see if i can find and, it and i guess um, similarly though like one of the options where the ingredients is a can of tomato paste, you know? Right. That's what yeah. I mean. Now, you know, it's like. It, it's weird, though, because, like, you can also use a four and a half ounce tube of tomato, of tomato paste or a six ounce can of tomato paste. So that that's a 33 percent increase from tube to. You know, Again, yeah. I think it's because she's doing it in a way that is to make it so that you can have it be. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not. Trying, I, I, it's either that or ego, <laughs> or she's like, you're gonna fucking love it. <laughs> Which, here's the thing, though, I'm pretty sure. Did I hallucinate lemon uh, as an ingredient? Yes. yes yeah. Shit, because I added lemon. <laughs> I'm. Is that? Oh no. Is that was missing? <laughs> yeah, and it's great. The acid is like. That's very funny. The brightness yeah, yeah. of it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm gonna honestly just pull up this video because I'm con- did I hallucinate lemon? <laughs> so I also this is so funny. Her video is her wearing a sweatshirt with the pasta on it. <laughs> like she spilled it, Miami or on... it's a picture of the pasta. No, 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 no. It's a picture of the pasta. Hold on. Oh my god, Dave! I invented the lemon. <laughs> <gasps> That's very funny. Oh. How much did you, did you use a whole on. lemon? Just juice from a whole lemon? Oh, I, I zested lemon and put it in the granita, th- the, the, what's it called? Not a granita. What's it called when you, like the garnish on top? Um, the, oh my God. So in the parsley, yeah, yeah. garlic, yeah, yeah. flaky salt topper, I added lemon zest. So yeah, I mean. It's great. I mean, <laughs> the base wasn't, but Shit. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I yeah, I guess we just have different flavors. I really like it. Well, so anyway, so let's, mind you, uh, so it's, I, yeah. I, I like I like the pasta sauce it's, itself. I, I the okay. the parsley garlic salt thing was was yeah. what I was commenting on that the ba- like when I said the base wasn't oh. good. Like so lemon zest the base yeah, of that. lemon zest actually sounds like it would elevate that and give it some purpose because as it was mm-hmm. it was just ended up being just a waste of of salt and and garlic and cuz parsley is just worthless so <laughs> so, um, okay, so six sha- six large shallots, five garlic cloves, four thinly sliced and one finely chopped, salt and pepper, red pepper flakes. So, right, one two-ounce can, two can of anchovy fillets, about 12, drained. One four-and-a-half-ounce tube or six-ounce can of tomato paste. Again, it's about a half to a th- three-quarters of a cup, so you're talking about a third difference, but it's like, I'm. it's got to be because she's just trying to get rid of the things in your pantry. Yeah. 10 ounces of pasta, one cup of parsley, and flaky salt. So you know my thing about parsley. Yeah. I hate it. It's gross. It's grassy. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't add I maybe have anything. a parsley. Yeah, I'm with you. It's, 
people disagree. Like, I've gotten some hate texts from people who are like, you're fucking it, crazy. Was it just your great. mom? Was it because, like, I know you said that she, no, she really no. loves, like, pasta growing, or p- parsley growing up. So, uh, but other people, too, like, are, are endorsing parsley? Yeah. Okay. Well, at least there's more, more than no. one person, so... <laughs> So I no, I think that like for me, maybe like my sister has the cilantro gene that makes it taste like soap. I think I have a parsley gene that makes it taste like absolute dookie nonsense. I, it's just, I, but this is my hot take. No, and, and I'm but, with you. Like it, Alice and Roman, like I, I am hundred yeah. percent with you. I I have never, like I've never I think seen had parsley as an ingredient in a recipe, where afterwards if I did end up using it, because um, a lot of times I will use it because I'm like, hey, this is the intention, you know. Like, I, right. you know, especially if it's a garnish, like that's one thing. Cause like I could always not, you can pick yeah, it I could always not add it. I could add a little bit, try it. And right. that's what I did here. But so I always mm-hmm. just at least try it, but I've never to the best of my recollection used parsley and been happy. I did it. No, I completely agree. I, I don't like parsley and like a bunch of Alison Roman's recipes are like this. A bunch of Bonavetti recipes are like this. And I think that it's one of those things that like, if you're sophisticated, you know, like you fancy people, mm-hmm. Like, fancy people like parsley, and there's, like, this weird gatekeeping about people who don't like it. And I'm trying I'm trying not to yuck anybody's yums, but I personally find <laughs> it. Literally everything we <laughs> do wrong. here is about our, our personal opinions, right? So, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I know. But I don't want to say, like, people who like parsley are snobs or wrong. <laughs> like, but... you know, like, people that like Old Bay? Because they are 100% wrong. And so, yeah. At <gasps> oh some point... Oh, my God. Emily, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so, let me just walk through this. So, it's actually, like... I, again, today when I made it, I, so I, I think I might have to talk about both times okay. because the first time I made it with my mom, I made it perfect and it was like exactly right. And then we had the par- parsley like bullshit and I choked it down <laughs> because we had, I think we had lemon zest. I'm That's like pretty so sure that I, it needs it, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm wrong. I've hallucinated this. I have such a problem, and this is why I did really badly on the on standardized tests. Is that I think I read the I read the directions, and then I <laughs> you're like I got it. this. I know exactly what I need to do. I got it. Running <laughs> off, and so I go rogue. So I need to like read yeah. instructions. Um, <laughs> so heat olive oil in large, heavy bottom Dutch oven or whatever fucking government issue crap <laughs> I use today. Add six shallots, thinly sliced, or Two red onions, because don't have that, and season with salt and pepper. Cook, stirring occasionally until the shallots have become totally softened and caramelized with golden brown fried edges. Yes. Um, add red peppers and anchovies. No need to chop the anchovies. They will dissolve on their own, which they did, which was really yeah. kind of disorienting. Stir to melt the anchovies. Melt the anchovies yeah. in, an, in the shallots about two minutes, and they do. That was like, whatever. Add tomato paste and season with salt and peppers. And then you cook it down. Um, and so basically she says, right. And then like, okay, until the tomato paste has started to cook in the oil a bit, caramelizing at the edges and going from bright red to a deeper brick red color about two minutes, which was really helpful for me because Very helpful. the deeper brick red yep. color was like a good indicator. Remove from heat and transfer about half the mixture to a resealable container, leaving the rest behind. These are your leftovers to be used elsewhere in another batch of pasta smeared onto whatever. We've talked about this. And then you, okay, cook the pasta... Transfer the, to um, when it's very al dente, perhaps more al dente than usual. Transfer to a Dutch oven with remaining, remaining shallot mixture. Add a cup of pasta water. Cook over medium-high heat, swirling to coat three to five minutes. And then here we go. In a small bowl, combine parsley, fresh, fuck, <laughs> finely chopped garlic, and seasonal salt and pepper. No lemon. Um... Divide pasta among bowls, transfer one large, blah, 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 it doesn't matter. Okay, so, <laughs> this is so funny. First comment, first comment on Cook, on New York Times, you can replace the anchovies with kalamata, olive, tapenade, and or reconstitute some sun-drained tomatoes. And I'm like, Jeez. This, is the, this is the recipe. Yeah, that, that, that's Whatever. the quintessential where you're just like, I didn't have beef, so uh, I used shrimp instead, but I didn't like the recipe the way it Right, and out. it was terrible. Like, okay. Right. No, I'm sure this is like a vegan alternative, which yeah, is probably actually, delicious. Yeah. You want the, that like the kalamata, I think, Yeah, but it's just like... Sound, I mean... Tapenade sounds good. Like, And it, you get that same salty stank like that the anchovies are doing, so... Yeah, salty yeah. stank. Salt and stank. Um, anyway, so... Okay, so I... 
<laughs> I'm dying to hear about your anchovy. Was this the first time you cooked with anchovies? Yeah, so we we you and I picked recorded like, out of yeah, order. Yeah, well, yeah, like or I cooked out of order basically, like because uh, mm-hmm. we picked two back to back recipes that happen to have anchovies uh, in them, and I I had never cooked with anchovies at all, um, and then just I happened to yeah. to make the Caesar salad after I made the shallot pasta. I made them back to back nights. Um, uh, but so th- technically this was the first time that I've, I've ever cooked with anchovies. Um, I was definitely blown away by the whole like dissolving, um, you know, which is kind of crazy, but, um, you know, I, I understand, I think for either recipe, you know, either a Caesar dressing or, or for this, I understand like what you're, what the anchovy is bringing to the table in terms of, again, like salt and, and, and stank. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, it, it's not necessarily like my first preference. I would um, for for Caesar dressing since it is such a big part of like again that kind of delicate balance of all those different ingredients. Sure. Yeah. For for this, like, I I would love to see this recipe, or do a version of this recipe basically, um, where the salt is coming from something else, and yeah. you you know, and it doesn't have that stink because like. I, I love shallots so, so much, and yeah. the, and the sweetness um, in this sauce is really, really delightful, you know? And that little bit of underlying, like, stinkiness, I could have mm-hmm. done without. I would have been fine if it wasn't there, I think, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, you still need, yeah, you would need yeah. salt from somewhere, but I just, yeah, I was like... I think the, I think a tapenade actually sounds kind of great, because I think because we did Caesar back we we did these mm-hmm. two recipes back to back. I think a celebration of anchovy is better was better executed in the Caesar yeah. than it yeah, was in this exactly. one. You know, it like the celebration of that and again, maybe because like people like stronger anchovy flavors. Like my mom is definitely a anchovy um pizza kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like loves when anchovies are just kinda whole on a Caesar salad. Like I if I if I saw that I would like, yeah, a, like a t- fl- little tedrum. Fling it across maybe. the room or something. Yeah. fling it to yeah. her and be like here you go you psychopath <laughs> but like <laughs> i love yeah. you so much <laughs> but um i yeah i just like can't i don't like it like i don't like anchovies i held my breath the entire time the twice two times i've opened up a can of anchovies yeah for this fucking podcast i held my breath and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god like i was like i just don't like the smell of it well, especially mashing I them for the caesar took- salad is is not like the most enjoyable experience oh. like yeah because i got i took a picture of the can that says make cause reproductive yeah, yeah. harm it's actually from it was a product of morocco to then canned in california and then i don't and then know went, and it was I german got. right didn't you say i thought it was german or italian it's but it, i was wrong yeah. it's moroccan so don't worry about it it but yeah. whatever um, but no, I like, I think I just, it's like, <laughs> I just don't like the taste. Yeah, like, it's not, yeah. I, I tried to just like take a little, like, oh, wow. like a, the tiniest yeah. little like, <laughs> like atom of, of, of a bite of this anchovy. And I was like, <laughs> I could pass yeah. forever. But I also, but here's the thing. I also don't like salmon when it's like super stinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I yeah, can do yeah. raw salmon. I can do some locks sometimes. But if it's yeah, like too briny, too stinky, I don't like it. So, again. Personal preference. Just, yeah. Personal preference. So, I think that like the celebration of anchovy in these two back-to-back recipes was executed better in the Caesar salad. Because, again, I think it was the lemon that saved it. Mm. Because you've got that, like, burning of the garlic, and it was, like, so good in the Caesar salad that the garlic... You're basically having very similar flavor similar flavor profiles in this, except for the... Like, the tomato paste is that, like, acid mm-hmm. in the tang. Um, yeah. Shallots, though. Shallots are... This is a, this is a celebration of shallot. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I use shallots so much... Um... And, and all sorts of different yeah. things and we've we've had them uh as ingredients and especially like again the crispy those crispy shallots uh yeah like 
Was that Roy Choi? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, they're, they're so, so good, and they're so overlooked, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, um, it, it's one of those things where if you get comfortable using shallots, like if you get familiar with it, um, especially if you haven't had much experience with them, like yeah, you'll realize how much you can kind of swap them in for, you know, onions especially and like a garlic kind of pro- profile at times. And yeah, um, they're just, just absolutely delightful. That mince plate that I always talk about, I'll yeah. I'll use that uh, a shallot because they're so they're so liquidy Ooh, and you get like this yeah. amazing just kind of pile of of shalloty mush that's just so delicious and when it when it cooks away like uh, it's fantastic so so I actually learned something watching this video the the recipe of her doing hello her doing <laughs> this recipe um, she talks about how everyone's like. Oh my god, fuck you, Alison Roman. I have to chop six to eight shallots, like depending on the size, whatever. And she's like, wait, what? And then her producers were like, it's because you wear contacts. Like I was my oh, that's eyes very funny. are so it's contacts, yeah. like we'll save yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My eyes, I almost took a video of it because I was just like bawling. Oh, that's very funny. So bawling, bawling, bawling. I, I, I wear contacts. I've never had an issue with like onions and, and and chopping shallots. It's the context. So a uh, Jess is really sense. Like I'll be cooking. Yeah. You know, and I'll I'll either be like slicing up shallots or co- chopping up onions or start cooking them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I will hear her from the other room. Can you open a window or whatever? And meanwhile, I'm in like yeah. heaven because it smells incredible. Um, right. So every so often, when she if she cooks something like with onions or whatever, uh, wear goggles. Just put on pool goggles. That you know, like. <laughs> and you're fine i mean seriously like no, it, it protects thing, your eyes like the so other well. thing you can do is light a light a candle mm. i've learned from that episode lighting a candle helps and it like burns the thing also chewing gum but whatever like who knows um but yeah like the episode she actually i don't know so she she we did figured out that it's the like it's the context i'm really sensitive to onions though too like i get like That's i have funny. to yeah i'm just like put my face in the fan, so <laughs> It's the context. Anyway, so I I made this today with um, red onions and kind of tasted it along the way as I could as I or like, you know, I wasn't tasting the like boiling hot frying onions, but um, actually tastes great. Mm. <laughs> so like the shallot is a lot sweeter, but a red onion sliced super thin. And I actually added two more cloves of garlic than she asked yeah. for. And it was great. So- Really I, I have no idea what kind of onions you have available to you, but um, just a red onion, like a normal red. So onion. that's it. That's it. You don't have like Vidalia or or yellow or anything like white. No, yeah, because like if I if you don't have shallots, right? Like so, I I sent you a photo when I went um, food shopping because at the supermarket where the shallots usually are, um, they yeah go back go back weeks. <laughs> so um, <laughs> they. There was a bin of what's definitely not shallots. Like they look kind of like shallots, oh, but yeah. they're like they almost were like um, uh, smaller than a golf ball size. Like it wasn't like a regular shallot thing. Um, they're like uh, I need a banana for scale. So they're just called onion shallots. Yeah, and so now fortunately they had kind of those you know the shallots that are available in like a netted bag. Um, but if if you were trying to do a recipe like this and you didn't have shallots, I feel like a Vidalia onion and for that sweetness and increasing the garlic like you did mm-hmm. um, for like, since to me, shallots are really like an onion garlic hybrid, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would, would, might, might be perfect for this. So I think also, I mean, I, I will stand by my red onion. I think it was cool. great. Awesome. I did two medium sized red onions, kind of like fist sized. And uh, because I was not going to, Double it. Yeah. Because I knew. Yeah. So I also knew that like when when we made it over Christmas, like I had a suspicion that Ben didn't like it as much as we Mm. did, um, my mom and I. And I was also like, I get like really swept up in the like family and the feeling Mm -hmm. of it all, you know, and the like emotion of it all that I think it really like, I think back so fondly of this, uh, of that time I had it. Today when I had it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) it's, it's fine. Just, yeah, it's good. It's kind of like a cool pasta sauce. Would I prefer it over grossy? So no exactly it, that. So we. If I'm gonna use a can of tomato sauce, I'm gonna make 
the sauce. Right. Yeah, the tomato base. That's yeah. my sauce. So that's my hashtag. It, the sauce. That is the exact feedback that um, that Jess Diego and I all had. That is the exact feedback okay. that uh, my friend Katie had because she sent in, in her feedback. Oh. Um, now, mind you, Diego absolutely loved this. Like, so I made it both. I made cool. it, yeah. you know, for dinner the one night, and then I think either lunch the next day or the day after. And mm-hmm. and we, he and I, definitively enjoyed it. Jess definitely was just of the mindset of like, if I'm gonna like burn the calories for eating Eat pasta, pasta for this, mm-hmm. no, I'd rather have the lasagna. I'd rather have uh, grocery sauce. Like, and I mean, but there's it's such fewer calories well, than yeah. <laughs> any the <laughs> yeah. aforementioned. Like the calories are really just from the pasta. So it's really we're just talking about yeah, carbs. Yeah. Like you're not actually eating that many calories because you're not having a two cups of heavy <laughs> cream. So. <laughs> Um, and like licking the entire bowl clean. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously like, it, it's, it's good. I, I really enjoyed that sweetness, that, yeah. that profile of it. Um, I, I hated the topping cause I was just like, this is just making it worse. Oh, it's trash. Yeah, don't, don't put do parsley it. on it. If you don't like yeah. parsley, just don't lemon, lemon, garlic and flaky salt though. What mm. I did today. That was nice. Cool. Yeah. It's so good. I actually, I could see that brightness kind of, kind of. Just like also put a squeeze of lemon over everything. Yeah. I just needed it. And I completely hallucinated that she put it like I just made yeah, it up. But you elevated it. That's awesome. Uh, but I elevated it in in my flavor profile. Like I think that for people who like parsley, the parsley gives you that brightness that yeah. lemon does for me. Um, you said something about the onion size and, and that uh, brings me to, to um, <laughs> some feedback that Katie gave as well as something that I've, I've said in the past. So yeah. The the recipe calls for six large shallots, right? Mm-hmm. So, I I have a pet peeve. I think I've talked about it before. Um, she basically had the had the same uh, rant that she sent me, which I loved it. Um, if I really wish that, or we really wish, I'll speak uh, for her as well. <laughs> um, that <laughs> people when instead of just saying large, medium size, you know, whatever, if the, mm-hmm. if a weight could also be included. You know, because always every grocery store has scales like, you know, most cooks have scales. You should if you don't. Um, you're... <laughs> I know I, I've tried. I've tried to get so many people, yeah. especially because like my large red onion. Right. Since you were just talking about like you use two medium sized red onions. Right. Uh, a yep. large red onion here in the U.S. is going to be gigantic. Huge. It's going to be like a cantaloupe yeah. compared to like your large red onion right. in, in Pakistan, right? Frankly, yeah. if you go to like a farmer's market compared to a grocery store, you're going to see dramatically different sizes, right? Like, yeah, the it would be so much more helpful if people were just like six large shallots, which is approximately whatever. X, yeah. So for the record, in her most recent update, ah. where it's her way, the way that she wanted to write it, it's one pound, six to eight large Beautiful. shallots, Perfect. very thinly sliced. So I love that. And so the reason, I think the reason for that is this exact conversation. Yeah. Like everything else is pretty much the same. Yeah. Like I was, I was comparing them side by side and because I did actually find um, a, a link that I can use to, for her version. So it's like no New York Times bias or anything. It's like her yeah. representation of it. By the way. Uh, yeah. Because uh, I'm going back to the notes that, that Katie sent me for her feedback. And yeah. just to go back to what we were saying of, like, we'd rather have grocery sauce. We'd rather have lasagna, right? So yeah. she pointed out the perfect the perfect I'd rather have uh, than this, uh, which, again, not that this is bad. This is it's, – it's very tasty. Right. But if I'm going to go through the effort, uh, Marcella Hassan's tomato sauce, right? The right. easiest sauce in like, the world that's so damn good. <laughs> and so – we should just we should do a second helpings which we've never published. We should do our second helpings on that yeah. because I think that that we already did her risotto, but like I think because we've talked so much about it, we should try it because I have all those ingredients here. Oh too. yeah, yeah. I think except for the onion, well, but I'll I'll see if I can find I can I can try and go to a different market or something, maybe the farmers market yeah. or something. But but that's um, a perfect example of just like hey like yeah. I'm gonna do well, this because this is kind of a pantry type dish, right? right? Oh yeah. It's like oh I'm gonna do that. Um, and and you could just do do that sauce instead, and it's. But here's the thing: I think that this is actually really scalable and yeah. would be a great party 
thing because you're trying to kind of show off a little bit and be like, guys, guess what? What's the secret ingredient? Or like, I think it is like a cool, funky, like if you, if you know that people are like adventurous eaters or like, or not even apparently a 10 year old loves it, but yeah. like, you know, something where it's like a little bit. 10 year old palace though. So <laughs> he's, he's, he's a cool, yeah. he's a cool yeah. 10 year old. Oh, he's 10. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this would be like a, I don't want to say that it's not worth it because I actually do think that this was like a worthwhile exercise that I've made it twice now yeah. and I've adapted it really well, again, I really liked easily. It. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And this is, I feel like we're kind of stinking yeah. on it. Stinking on Stankin it? On. <laughs> Dunking on it. Stanking on it. Um, but I like if we, if I think I would kind of try it without the anchovies to be completely honest. Yeah. I where you caramelize onions to that jammy deliciousness, you add the tomato yeah. paste, you cook it down, and you just have this really cool oniony extravaganza. Because again, it's like flavor profile wise, like done I don't need the show. So if if I made it again, it would possibly be to make essentially that paste, not necessarily make mm-hmm. it for a sauce with pasta. But I. It is so yeah. good on on chicken. So it is so good under an onion chi- or an, under an chicken egg. or eggplant parm. That as like the spread, <gasps> I feel like would be really really good. Right? Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah. So like, and you could either do it, you could still do a traditional tomato sauce on for the actual like parm part of, of it, but just doing yeah. a thin layer because it's a re- it's a concentrated flavor, right? It's really amazing. It's really strong. And just doing yeah. a, a quick little schmear on on your crusty bread and then putting that i think would be really mm. so if i ever make this actually again, it's literally would be for that because i feel like that can you can this be added to the will at panini will yeah, i mean panini. i yeah because if you did that with like a mozz mm-hmm. or like a basil yeah, the, and like there's just chicken, like because like, a lot of times i use pesto chicken. and so this this yeah. is almost like a, a, a <gasps> kind of more advanced version of, of like a pesto just you know Yes. Okay. So here's, here's, I think where I might here. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, all right. Yeah. So repeatability for me, wait, can I just read my mom's feedback just real quick? Because she is like the ultimate like champion yeah, yeah. and then we can yeah, do yeah. your, what was her name? Katie. Katie, not Kathy, Katie. Um, so I said, Hey mom, we're recording Allison Roman shallot pasta this weekend. Do you have any feedback on the recipe? You were the one who showed it to me. She goes, I'm so glad. Love that dish. My advice, colon. Follow the recipe exactly, semicolon. <laughs> Don't be tempted to change because of bias. E.g., hate anchovies, comma, needs cheese. <laughs> so it wasn't, a par- it wasn't a parsley part. It was it was that. No, no, no. I th- no. Try the mixture on your favorite bread or with an egg in the morning. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. So I think that I wanted to echo that, is that the first time you try it, make it yeah, as, as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. You should do that with any recipe. Because. Like. Yeah. Well, yeah. For sure. I mean, unless there's an allergy or whatever, whatever. You, everybody is yeah, an yeah, adult. Yeah. You can listen. You know <laughs> yeah. what we mean. So if the, if you, what you don't like about it is the stink, cut down on the anchovies. Mm-hmm. If what you don't like about it is the parsley, kill the, kill the yeah. parsley. Like I, what I really appreciated about this stuff on top, the, the garnish on top was that there is a salty texture component with the flaky salt and the and the yeah. and the um garlic that that's I what, find really necessary. That's what Parmesan cheese is for. Well that's the other thing is that I there is some you know, there are some cultures that can't do fish and cheese. There are some there's like rules, like culinary rules, who the hell cares that say you can't do fish yeah. and cheese. But I think it would be great. Like and especially if you're cutting the anchovy Get the funk from a good yeah, parm. Yeah, get yeah. the funk, get the salt from a good parm. So I am so excited. Here's here's another sad thing. I can't get bread flour shipped to mm. me. It keeps getting sent back. I'm really <laughs> thanks, sad. Thanks. I can't find bread flour. So I'm like dying to make, my sourdough starter has revived. I'm dying. I would love to add this to a crusty, crusty slice of Our bread. Focaccia, like this would and be, add like, yeah, just, oh my God, the focaccia. Especially with the shallots, like, since is, okay. we already do like the shallots on top of the focaccia, like this would be really, Ugh. really good. I am getting revived about this, about this recipe through this exact conversation. I, 
because I like it for I feel not pasta. <laughs> I, I really like. This. I like it for yeah. not. I put it on a. I honestly put it on a rice yeah. cake today. I think before I served I, it, and it was so yeah, good. I can see that. Like, I I honestly think that like I I might make just again like that kind of like mm-hmm. um I want to say like gelatinous, but it's really not like but like that little concentrated. It's like a, paste, it is right. I want to kind of a tapenade. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking tapenade, it's kind of a tapenade. And I'm probably gonna freeze part of it. I'm. You know, that's great because you could yeah. take out like a little and you, again, you could you should do this with pesto. If you ever make a big batch of pesto, like mm. just freeze in ice cube trays because then it just it's the perfect amount. That's so smart. So, yeah, it, like put it in a little ice cube tray and then I could take it out and defrost it and then just smear it on on if I want to do the chicken parm thing or whatever. So that's uh, a, I love that idea. Yeah. I love that. So idea. one quick thing that uh, that I really liked, Jess hated katie really liked <laughs> um was the stickiness of it so like it, yeah you end up getting like it's more sticky than saucy you know she talks about it in, in the mm-hmm. recipe instructions and uh like so katie and i both really liked that and jess was just like i don't like what is this um this i don't like it sticky oh it's tomato yeah, paste yeah. i mean you are really you're making a jam yeah. like yeah. you're like making a tomato onion jam yeah. which is delicious yeah. and it is really it is really tangy it's concentrated it's so concentrated yeah so read me katie's feedback i'm dying Uh, so i've kind of peppered it in here and there but um oh uh and then i'll I'll give you the her fear ratings in a second but um the only other observation that she had and this is something that you and i have talked a whole bunch about but um and i'll actually quote exactly so i hate recipes that'll say it only take 15 minutes to caramelize anything i don't think we have the same definition of caramelization if people are getting there in 15 minutes well i could not endorse that more (laughs) like i I am co-signing that um i think her actual recipe says maybe 15 to 20 but like it it is like i don't know just yeah the the time that the magical like your sauce reduction time we've talked about a bunch like caramelization I, i don't like i'm not sure it's because they're using industrial like cookware well that's my thing allison isn't like she she's cooking from her apartment that was her whole appeal is that she made this like full thanksgiving dinner in her teeny tiny teeny tiny kitchen and that's like you know she's like i have shitty equipment and my oven is the size of a cake pan like you know i think that that's her whole appeal i agree though i took a i took a video of the 10 minute mark and the 15 (laughs) minute mark and i was like this is not nearly caramelized like and it looks like it's floating in so much oil. And I'm like, what am I missing? Yeah. I mean, again, I have like really shitty equipment too. But like, and I'm working with an electric stove. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Whatever. It's better for the environment. All right. So her fear rating, um, she had flavor was a four. It was good, but I, I didn't think it was great. Ease was five. Well, that's a good score for not good, but good, but great. Not great. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> She's a very nice person. So, um, ease. Yeah. Uh, she had a five. This was very simple. It just took some tending to. Um, approachability yeah. four point five. Uh, anchovies were a question mark for for her, but it turned out great. Um, uh, she also, I, I know for a fact, like she had to go to multiple places for shallots. Like the grocery stores by her just didn't uh... have them. Fortunately, I knew of places by me, and and she was going to mm-hmm. be in the neighborhood, so she she grabbed them over here. So that was good. Uh, repeatability, she has a 3.5. This was good. She may make it again, but she's not cer- certain that she will. Um, that's fair. Yeah, so I think that's a great... Yeah, so overall, uh, uh, <laughs> my brain's broken at this point. She's a 17, so... Um, yeah, actually, that's a yeah. really good... For something that you were not, rating. like, wowed about, like, you know... Right. Uh, so I uh, am, am pretty close. So um, for flavor, I had the same thing. I, I had a 4, like... Yeah, it's it's good. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, it's nothing amazing. I, I think most of my excitement about this is using it for other things, you know. Um Right. The ease was is definitely a five. I mean, this is like incredibly easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh approachability, I actually have it as a five just because like mm-hmm. it's really I mean, to me all these things are readily available. It's it's aside from the anchovies, yep. which are easy to get, um, it's all stuff that I typically have on hand anyway, you know, so exactly. maybe I don't have six shallots, but like I often will have three, you know, and so I could easily just make half of that. Exactly. Um, exactly. So repeatability. Repeatability for me to do the do this specific recipe with the pasta, which, by the way, I have a quick pasta note about this, but. Um, oh, we didn't even talk yeah. about the book. The well, well, OK, so let's do that real quick. So you just said bucatini, right? Her, her recipe just says pasta, right? 
Oh my god, I like again hallucinated that it was Bugatini. Yeah, so I thought it would like ask for it. Bugatini is is kind of a perfect thing. I used Linguini uh, because the store oh, the yum. store didn't have have Bucatini, but Bucatini is I think the best pasta anyway. Um, it is one hundred percent the best pasta. It, it just says pasta though, and and like I feel like this does need a long noodle, right? Yeah. You, like you want the long nude for it. You don't want a, a little short stubby pasta. I don't think because I. Like I think the whole part of this is that it's gonna just really like pick up that sauce and and these nice big like kind of strands and everything. Yeah. So um, no, I completely uh, agree. So yeah, so I I I wish she had you know noted that. I mean, at least her her pictures that I've seen like it tends to be a, a longer. Note. It's all bucatini. Is it? Yeah. But I also think that this was um this was peak bucatini shortage. There was oh, like yeah. an issue last year when the bu- <laughs> when bucatini. <laughs> they run on bucatini. So there. Well, it was because there was like some tariff issue, and so people were like, "Oh my god, yeah. the pandemic! Everybody's making pasta." But in reality, yeah. listen to the sparkful. It's like whatever. <laughs> um, so no, all of the pictures on this the the recipe thing that I'm gonna link is um, they're all they're mostly long. But if you see the ones that ha- that used penne, they're so much blonder mm. because they don't adhere to the yeah, sauce. Yeah. Probably doesn't ad- adhere yeah. to it. So you need that. You need the long noodle. Yeah. So the long noodle. My last thing. So re- repeatability for me. A, yeah. As a pasta dish, it's it's probably a one, you know. Um, yeah. Oh but yeah. As just the actual like kind of tapenade, I think you're kind of spot on. That's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like making that jammy reduction and everything. I I feel like for me, it's it's probably like a, a four or so. Because um, mm-hmm. I do think that I would want I I want to try this with like a, a chicken parm or on a panini or eggplant parm or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so I agree. I think that like I, I my my fear rating is like four, five, five, three, because yeah, like I think I'm pretty much aligned with like I th- what is that? seven? Yeah, so that's seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. So because I think that the repeatability is the repeatability is like a C yeah. for me, like C is a C grade because I'm not going to make it with the pasta again, but I will make it for a sandwich. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, exactly. So like I'm, um, I'm an 18 making this as a, for like a sandwich. Right. I'm a, I'm a 15 for making it as with pasta. And I think that's fair again. And it all comes down to personal preference. I'd be very curious to see if my mom has made this since Christmas because it's like also kind of a special recipe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I'm again. I feel more invigorated now than I did when we started. Yeah, you like that chicken parm idea, don't you? So <laughs> I love that chicken parm idea. I love that sandwich yeah. idea so much because it just gives it more. It highlights it better. It, I think it features it better. It highlights it better, but it's yeah, exactly. It's like but it's also not doing all the heavy lifting, like, you know. It's not doing all the heavy lifting. It's like an ensemble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of flavors and where it's not the yeah. yeah, it's not the solo act. This is a good bassist. Totally. Right? Like this is just like <laughs> it's just such a good bassist. There. The drum, it's like a drum beat yeah. in the back, and you're like, dum 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 dum. Boom 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 boom. That's yeah. All right. That's our music. Um, so okay, good. I feel like I feel invigorated. Cool. I like a lot of energy to like go. And maybe I'll like have a little snack of it and see if it's good on the cauliflower steaks that we're having tonight. Actually, it might like, be great on that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Um, you talk to me about what we're doing next week, next episode. So we are doing uh, uh, Kenji Lopez Alt uh, Kung Pao two ways. So right. Um, he has, uh, I think, I know of at least three different versions of Kung Pao um and he does it's really actually interesting um one of the one of the recipes that we will link to um talks about kind of the differences between the three different recipes and so we are going to compare two of them kind of head to head Mm -hmm. uh one is more of a a traditional like chinese american like takeout type style so it might be more of the kung pao that people are, are familiar with um yeah and then uh i think the other one is uh, a little bit more of an actual traditional uh, style. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm excited to do to do these. Like it, it's going to be very interesting. I think to compare and contrast the two recipes and see like which we prefer. Um, I, this is the first time I think we've done this since we did the Wolfgang Puck uh, chicken pot pie uh, kind of comparison. Head right? to head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm hoping that we almost have a similar experience where we there's like, oh, there's elements of this one that I really like and there's elements of this one that I really yeah. like like and then you want to kind of compare it and and make this like hybrid um, final right. result. So do you have a walk? Uh, I do not. So Me I either. So this will be yeah, interesting. I do have um, I, I do have some 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 pans that I think can sub really well. It's not the same, yeah. but it will do the trick. That's where I, where I do most well, of my like, stir fry and everything. I'm so excited because I also just am really excited to talk about him because he is incredible. Yeah. Love his stuff. Um, well, well, I'm really excited. It's eight o'clock here. I'm gonna go eat some cauliflower steak. Nice. And put on some of my leftover <laughs> Jimmy. Let me know how it is funky we do need a i think i do really want to this is like the second episode in a row where we're talking about salt and funk what is it salt and stank yeah Yeah, i need that shirt salt Salt and stank should we just should we just Um, rebrand the the podcast as salt and stank yeah because apparently and i've been echoed this this has echoed through many of my communications friends they're like that's a bad name (laughs) and i'm like i know it was either going to be called Preheat Oven or Too Many Cooks. And Ben was like, it's a pun. Get it? And I'm like, yeah, get it. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have anything. Oh, yeah, feedback and reviews and all that fun stuff. Send us send us your things. Um... Eat. Eat well. <laughs> be well. I know. Do you have anything to say? No. I said it all. Oh, well, you, you can have like a little you, button. Uh, sharpen you can, your like, knives. Say, I say it okay, all the time. Bye, yeah. <laughs> no, or you can like be a person and like have a community, have like ratify anything that I say ever, so and say like, oh, you make it, Grace. you make it seem yeah. like we just hang up as soon as like you say it. Like we, you and I always, <laughs> I'm always like, bye, Grace. So what else you got planned? How's the rest of your day looking? <laughs> so, right. How's so, your yeah. day? But you could like, you know, fake it. <laughs> no. No. <I'm... laughs> no. Okay. Well, eat well, be well, and don't forget to preheat your oven. <laughs> bye, Grace. Bye. (laughs) Don't hang up the wheel. (laughs) You have to listen to how you said bon appetit in the 36 minute mark because it is is the most perfect pronunciation of a word I think I've ever heard in my life. So if that if that could just be no (laughs) no because I I cannot aspire like you're like hey can you just uh, hit a hole in one no I cannot just off the cuff. But you have to listen to that and please make that the just on repeat. Just make that the blooper because it was perfect. Well, the blooper will be this conversation that, and then me and going. Then that. And then what that. What um, Fuck, I'm nervous now. So whatever, whatever, whatever. Bonabetti, 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 Bonabetti.